Chopping it up with Booby. <laughs> Episode number one, two, three, four, fifth. Five. <laughs> We're here with Kevin. Here we go, we start the show. <laughs> All right, so I met Kevin through mutual, I guess, clients and mutual friends. And I figured he would be a good guest on the show today because he has a good story. So um, introduce yourself, Kev, to everybody. So guys, so my name is Kevin. Um, I'm 22, I've been living in San Diego for like, I don't know, just shy of three years. Um, but basically a little bit about me, kind of what I do is I have a sales team where I manage a team about um, probably around like 20 people, it's always varying, but probably around 20 people right now for door-to-door -door, um, solar. So I manage a door-to-door -door sales team for solar. And then I also have a fitness business that I, right now the main focus is online coaching. So I'm an online coach um, and basically, you know, provide, you know, it's workout COVID programs. COVID coach. Yep, I, yeah. <laughs> so that's all new since COVID is when I kind of became an online coach or really kind of did it a lot more than what I used to. Um, so since COVID, you know, coaching kind of just popped off and now I kind of do both. Um, so I do the fitness, um, coaching, and then I also do the sales team. And then now we're branching into apparel as well, um, which I'm really excited about. That's kind of what I've really all, always wanted to get into, but COVID was just such a good opportunity for like the, the online coaching. I just couldn't ignore it. So, but yeah, that's pretty much what I do right now. So the, the, the clothing you have now, that was probably what your, I guess your, I guess at the end, it was your main goal. And so, what was the, yeah, yeah. What's the clothing, or what's the name, and what's the clothing? What's so the... before COVID, I had, you know, the clothing. I had already gotten samples. I okay. was interested in clothing. I never even thought of doing online coaching. Like, it wasn't ever really a Really? Thought. Yeah, and then it's just... So co before COVID, this was not you were trying to do online coaching? Yeah, I was, it was Uprise Fitness. That's the brand, by the way. It's called okay. Uprise Fitness. But I wasn't trying to do coaching. I was just wanted to, you know, build a brand, like, similar to Gymshark and Alphalete, but just, you know make it better make it mine and stuff Ooh, so make it better um but yeah so then covid happened and then i couldn't do door-to-door -door solar anymore so then i was like okay well i'm not just like gonna i didn't have anything to do so i'm like online coaching um seems to be a good good path i knew some buddies who were killing it in it so i kind of talked to them talked to my mentor and then he's like yeah definitely do it so uh that's kind of how i got into that and that took off and now it's honestly making a lot well it's probably comparable to make what i make with solar um, so you have so two income more. now basically that's what you're trying to, yeah, yeah hell yeah so we're in covid too yeah and it's actually one thing with that is like I, with covid i the day i couldn't knock like the day i you know said oh we can't go to work today that's the same day i got three clients that same day <laughs> so i just reached out I'm like okay we're, we're doing this got off from a mentor DM some people, made a post on Instagram, got three clients. Didn't really know how to, what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, kind of just kind of slowly figured it out. I just kind of just take action first and then figure it out second. Um, so yeah, honestly got those clients. We're just working really hard with them. And then I was just seeking out people who were killing it. And then one of my friends, he did like, I don't know, he had like 50 clients or something. And I was like, how do you have 50 clients when I'm like, I didn't have any systems. It was literally just me and like, paper. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, how do you handle 50 clients? I can hardly handle three. Um, and then he just showed me the system. So yeah, kind of just met with people who are already there. Um, kind of were already killing it. So that's awesome. So like for you, right? Cause I know for a fact 
that there's like, like I don't know if there's a million, but I'll just say a thousand online fucking fitness yeah. programs right now. Yeah. What, in your eyes, what separates you from them? And I'll just say what makes you, I guess, quote unquote, better than those other programs. Yeah, for sure. And I think one thing, I think the biggest separator is client acquisition. And I think a lot of people, because I know a lot of trainers who have been a trainer for so long and they, mm -hmm. you know, they've been, they have, have all the certifications, they have all the schooling, they went to college, mm -hmm. got a, you know, exercise and science degree, they have a NASM certification, they have all of this stuff and they're still hardly making any money. They're, you know, sometimes they're still doing it in person mm -hmm. or they're doing kind of just, you know, online but not doing it very really well. So, I mean, it's just um, where I kind of just knew, you know, from doing sales and stuff, I knew I wanted a high ticket offer. I knew I couldn't be doing in person. Um, one, because of COVID, honestly. Yes. But then two, just because you can't trade time for money and I always understood that. Ooh, so, when it, so when it came to, Came down to actually start the business. I knew it was gonna be um, kind of a high ticket. It's 9.97. It's not super high. We're gonna raise prices soon because our mm -hmm. systems are getting so much better. But it's 9.97 for 90 days, and yeah, we definitely try to over deliver for everyone. But the main thing that separates us, I mean, I'd say, is just how we acquire the clients. So okay. I, um, <laughs> and this is gonna be. Um, so I'm naturally lazy, like with everything. Like I try. To, <laughs> stuff is too hard. I like I how you admit that, though. You know, the, yeah. the, the first step is in the, the middle, right? Yeah. And I was getting clients on Instagram. I got three right off the bat, but that's it. I didn't get any more for a week. So okay. like, fuck, Instagram is not working. I tried messaging followers and I hated that. And why I did would, you hate that, you know, my man? Because I don't, I don't think it's like, you know, genuine. You're messaging your following base, trying to like get something from them. Like ah, I hated okay. it. Um, so yeah, so basically I just like, there has to be an easier way. And then I, I tried even like dating apps like Tinder and stuff. Wait, and wait, 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 so you did so then, <laughs> dating apps? Okay. Yeah, so then I tried dating apps to see if that would work and I'd mess, go on Tinder, swipe and like, hey, looking for a fitness coach. I did, was doing it with girls, so every time I'd say that, they'd think I'd call them fat. Um, well, like, which, you kind of are. No? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah I saw if that. they I didn't thought, need a fitness coach, they don't I thought it would work better than it did. But yeah, so <laughs> that didn't work. Fired, like, uh, yeah, so that didn't face. work. I was just trying to think, you know, something to be easier. And then my, I was on the phone call with my buddy, and he's like, he was joking completely, but okay. I took it seriously. He was like, bro, have you heard of an app called Grinder? Okay. Um, I'm like, well, no, what's Grinder? Okay. And he's like, it's like a gay Tinder. I'm like, okay. He's like, you should advertise on there. Um, and he was huh. just completely joking, and I just sat, I hung up the phone. And I just thought about it. I downloaded the app and like just wanted to see what it was like. And I put my profile as um, you know fitness coach with the oh. profile picture of me, and then I just like it's the equivalent of swiping. It's just like you do a little fire symbol, and then oh, they'll okay. all message you. And then I just first message I say, no matter what they say to me, I say, hey, you looking for a fitness coach? Hey, you looking for, and just say the same thing to a ton of people. So that's just your first and only yeah. response. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't say anything, I'm like a robot. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so they know what I'm there for, right off uh, the bat. Okay. And then I got eight clients in 72 hours. And then ever oh, since shit. that, I built a sales team of people doing that for me. Got 15 so on, to 20. On that, got 15 that platform. Mm -hmm. Got they, 15. They sponsor you, bro. Got 15 to 20 people messaging on Grinder for me. I did it myself for about a month. Okay. Um, and then I was just, I hate this. I'm sick of it. I hate messaging. I hated it, <laughs> um, especially on Grinder. Obviously, I'm not gonna like that. Um, but it was really effective. And then I built a sales team of maybe like 15 people, and they all oh. did messaging for me. Um, which is a win-win. I mean, I was, they were all looking for jobs during COVID and then this is like, you work from home, just whenever you want, just hop on there, usually at night, it's most active and just message people. 
and then set me up with Zoom calls, and then I close them and stuff and pay them commission. So that's kind of how that works. Wow. Uh, that's like really, yeah, that, that's really thinking outside the box. Like I would never, like you know what? That's like I don't know if that's an untapped market, but yeah. So yeah, we got it really systemized, and then like um, pretty much we can get unlimited leads with unlimited. that. Unlimited. Wow. Like it's pretty like. We haven't even left San Diego, and oh. you can go to New York, you can go to all these places. I think you can even go across the country. I wow. mean, like across to like, Europe and stuff, so. I mean, it's the online thing too, so you could, the, the yeah. reach is anywhere at this point, you just gotta. I yeah, guess, and it's also money. cool because people on there, I have one client who was on there, he's gone on to lose about 70 pounds. He, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that dude would have ever looked for a coach. Like, it's kinda cause I like, it's kinda like me knocking on someone's door for solar. Yes. It's kinda like, because like, I he's on a dating app. He's not looking for a fitness coaching. But no, okay, we approached him with it and then he's like, you know, thought it probably reflected on himself how he needs to be better and stuff. And then, you know, we were able to get him. He's lost 70 pounds. So that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. Um, so that worked out for him. It worked out for both you guys. Yeah. For both parties. Yeah, and I think that's when people get it wrong. They think when, you know, we make money, someone has to lose. You know, a lot of people, as I've seen in this election, I've really noticed how a lot of people think like that and how a lot of people think like money's evil, rich people are evil. You know, stuff like that. And then, no, yeah, it's, it's very misconstrued. Don't get me wrong. You know yeah, I mean? it's like you're trading value. Yeah, yeah. it's not because, like, you know what? Because at the same time, it's just like it's a stereotype at that point. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, they're all out for each other. Well, you, you don't know that. Yeah, you can't, you can't you can't base that on just because one guy is doing this and one person is doing this, and not everyone's like that. You know, that you're passing quick judgment. That's fucked up. Yeah, you know what I mean, that's fucked up. But that's dope that. Yo, as a young entrepreneur as yourself, like you're able to fucking think like legit, like outside the box, like yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's like I yeah. don't know how. Like so, is there any other ways that you get clients besides this this app, or do you do like you right, like we can expand into Facebook ads? We've thought of it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I've I've done ecom in the past, so I, mm -hmm. I know how to do Facebook ads, but that so costs money. That? that costs money, and oh. Grinder doesn't cost anything. So when it comes yeah. to um. I mean, we don't really need to expand from Grinder. I mean, later we, we will probably. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, I mean, I thought it would be kind of cool to just like make a YouTube video in a year and say how I built a seven figure business using Grinder and not going on any dates. You know what? <laughs> that, that, that's going to be something. Or something like that. Cause it's going to be something like that. Because, like, if you, if you, you could probably have female trainers and do the, the opposite the other way yeah. too, right? Oh, 100%. So I, I mean... Yeah, that's kind of what I'm experimenting with now is getting other people and teaching them how to do it. Mm. Um, but I think I'm a... I want to bring them on as like a trainer for Uprise and stuff. Ah, okay. So Uprise... I was now. thinking of originally like teaching people how to do their fitness business, but then I wanted to... Which would be like a separate endeavor, but I, at the end of the day, I wanted to build Uprise coaching. So then have female trainers... I'm still playing around with that. I have two. Uh, Danny works for me, like basically full time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know Danny. You know Danny, I think. I don't know her like that, but I know her. Yeah, yeah. So yes. she works. She works for me. She's um, doing grinder and like organizing everything and stuff. So she's awesome. That's awesome but, because you need you need a team to to do this because like you said, yo, you can only do so much by yourself. Yeah, that's what I learned. I was on the um, a guy from my mastermind. I was on the phone with him, mm -hmm. and I was just. He was just talking about how it's so hard to find good people. And I'm like, well, yeah. And then I, I, I mean, like, well, I, I had Danny, like, all this time. She was kind of doing it part-time. It's like, uh. and I had gone on call with Danny. I'm like, whatever I need to pay you to get you full-time, like, 
I'm doing it. Like, cause it's worth it. Yeah, the it's value worth it. is like, worth the it. Value, like, yeah. Like, like whatever I gotta pay you to be like with two thousand, <laughs> three thousand a month. What do you want? I mean, not a, not a month, week, sorry. But that, not a month. Like, damn, you're a freaking slave yeah. owner, man. Yeah. <laughs> Kev. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, so now, I mean, we're just, I originally, to be honest, I got burnt out from it, like, a month and a half ago. Recently, I just kind of wow. started getting new clients. This is the first week I've been kind of acquiring new clients because I just got burnt out from it. We had probably 50 clients. Damn, dude. Um, so I, I got burnt out from it now. I, I almost like almost quit on it because I was just so burnt out from it. Like I don't want to know if I want to build this. Let's just do clothing. But then now I'm kind of in the mindset I want to build it to seven figures because I know the potential. I know the potential right? that it has with the short time, short time that I've had it. So it's just about just putting the time in now at this point. So, right? It's a yeah. lot of people don't understand that either. Yo, you gotta put the time in, man. Like and I think it's that, not gonna happen overnight. And I think that's where the solar. I, I mean, I did solar for three years, mm -hmm. and then this COVID opportunity just kind of opened that door. Um, so COVID is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. And a lot of the people that I see, I think a lot of people with the growth mindsets, just in general, it's been really, really good for them. And all the, a lot of people with the, who don't have growth mindsets and don't look at it the way that we do, I think it's been detrimental for them. Oh no, especially during a time like this, right? Because yeah. a lot of, since a lot of stuff has been shut down and a lot of opportunities for people has been, you know, taken away, like, just like you, you, you found another way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just basically what it comes down to. You know, like, yo, you gotta take what you have and fucking make something out of it. Yeah. And that's legit. Like, I, I tell people, like, this whole COVID is a blessing and a curse, man. Yeah. Depending on how you look at it, bro. It's fucking yeah. crazy. I mean, you can tell a lot about, see, just see how everyone, like, handled it. You can tell a lot about them, you know, what kind of, you know, how much of a hustler they are, I'd say. I mean, all these opportunities I opened up, and I think a lot of people, a lot of Americans, probably just saw opportunities just clothing, and they weren't even looking at the other side. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! I mean, I don't know if anyone's involved in the stock market, but in March, my gosh, like that was—I mean, you could invest in anything, and you'd be like probably five <laughs> X right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then again, like you—who would have thought that this yeah. whole I mean, economy would have been fucked up for this long? For yeah, you know, so. I mean, if you had the intuition, then fucking good on you. But like at the same time, motherfucker, losing money, yeah, losing jobs. But at the end of the day, man, like if you're a real hustler, like you said, man, you'll find a way. Yeah. Well, you'll what it stemmed from, I didn't even go into this. I went completely broke March. Really so, completely. Even though zero. I made just a, um, you know, yeah, zero. Um, I was like, since yeah. I had just invested more money in like a mastermind and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I've never really lived with much of a savings, not even really an emergency fund. I kind of just invest so much. Like I probably spent 50,000 in the last year just on like groups and stuff like that. Shit. So I had done that right before March, then job gets cut immediately. Cause this job, you know, I relies on, I don't know, four to six K a week on mm -hmm. average. And so all, all of a sudden, like, I, I don't think I have to save cause I'm just going to make another four to 6,000 next week. Okay. And then all of a sudden that gets cut. Shit. So that's really when I was, had a 28, I ran up a credit card to 4800 with a $2,800 limit. So it was over. The How the fuck do you do that, dude? I don't know. <laughs> All right. But yeah, no, so that's the situation I was where I had to start the fitness business. And that's uh, why I like moved on to the same day. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, you're I, not doing solar anymore. No, I do both. Oh, wow. So yeah, you're still I, Like later today, I'm going to be knocking doors. Oh, you're a fucking gangster. So I, I was just like, I made a video on my Instagram, actually, IGTV yesterday, 
about it. Is I was Take very tempted. Later, it's probably gonna be somewhere around here. <laughs> here. But yeah, no, I was very tempted to. I call. I in about. I'm trying to think when the call was. Maybe in like June. I called up the CEO, told him what I was doing, mm -hmm. like of, of the solar company, and he's had my best. In, like we're homies. I mean, I manage his sales team of his best branch. So that's pretty good. Um, yeah, but yeah, I was just talking to him about it and he was, you know, he obviously like he discouraged me from but he also has my best interest in mind. I don't think he was just looking out for like his company and stuff. <laughs> and he's just like, he has multiple companies too and like they all feed off of each other. And that's when I, that's when I realized like, it. Oh, I only knock for four hours a day. Okay. So if I got rid of that, and that's four to six K a week in four hours, four Holy hours a day. Holy shit! So, it's really effective, and that's uh, partially. It's also because I manage the team, so I make a little more there. Uh, okay, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's super effective. And then, you know, to just give up that, like those extra four hours, I really just realized there's only so much I can do to build this business, and four hours is not going to be like detrimental. Yeah, it's not going to be. And it's not going to really make me build my business faster because mm -hmm. it takes time to get clients. It takes you know money to build the business. So it's like, okay, well. So and and I'd have to, to build I'd also business. have to pull money from the coaching. So now like my business accounts, I have never taken an, a single like personal expense off of that. Nice. Um, and I'm very, because if I, and if I, I mean, I just thought it was very clear. If you, he kind of pointed out to me, if you have two businesses and one person has to, you know, make their living expenses plus grow the business mm -hmm. versus someone who doesn't need to make a profit at all, like for their living. Or doesn't need, or they can reinvest all profits, and they don't have to take any money out for food. No, that's ideal. Anything, that's yeah. Ideal then it's ideal, and you don't have to, you know, worry about anything really. So, yeah, I was really uh, yeah. tempted. I kind of had that ego trip of being an entrepreneur. It's like, oh, go all in on yourself. But then it's like doing that. Yes, I'd only have my own business, but I'd also be making half of what I currently make, um, and thus making the business grow even slower. Mm. So the story post yesterday was just, I think a lot of people have this thing where they want to be an entrepreneur and they kind of are against jobs and think jobs are bad and like have this kind of weird thing around jobs. And when you look at Ed Milet, Andy Fasella, these big guys that we all look up to now, um, they worked every job they could when they were building their business to make their business succeed as fast as possible. And I think a lot of people would just want to work on their business, even though if they have extra time, mm -hmm. they're still tied to being an entrepreneur, not having a job, kind of that entrepreneur lifestyle of not having a traditional job and then they make their business grow slower because they have less money so if you have i always just say if you have extra time and you don't have extra money then you should definitely pick up another job sales job whatever that makes sense that makes sense like one funds the other yeah or one helps funding the other you yeah i mean otherwise i mean this is obviously speaking from a person who wants to grow their business if you're not interested in entrepreneurship then Obviously, that's not. We're not telling you how to live. But I'm just saying, if you want to grow your business, I mean, have, it just sounds. Yeah, if you it have just extra, like it would work better. <laughs> yeah, if you have extra time and you're not making money with that, mm -hmm. it's probably better to do that. But that's maximizing <laughs> your time at yeah. that point. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's a that's a crazy concept because, like you said, you know, entrepreneurs are like, yo, fuck everything. I'm just gonna a hundred percent into yeah. me. Like, I mean, that's cool. I mean, you, and if you're gonna be entrepreneurial, yeah. you should but, like, be you should, like that. You should be able to have the work ethic to do a job and your business. You okay, know? and there you go. That's like the, the I think there's shit, very right? few businesses that require 18 hour days, like every day. Like, That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I mean, I know a lot of the very successful people. I, I um, what's his name? It's Kevin Sun. He's a big YouTuber mm -hmm. and entrepreneur dude. I mean, he works four hours. He's just super effective in his business four hours. But that's hours what it is, day. right? It's, it's just, just super effective. Yeah, working more throughout the day, I don't think is always gonna like increase it equal business money. results. Yeah, not at all. It's working smarter, not harder at that point. Yeah. 
So I, I believe that. I totally believe that. Like, you know, you don't have to work freaking like these day traders and stuff like that. They're there for like two hours or some shit. You're making freaking ten thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the money is, but also you gotta think about the risk involved in that as well too. It's, it's not mm -hmm. guaranteed money. I'm gonna get this yeah. like ten thousand every day. It's just and you have no control over the market. It is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I I get your uh, your theory. It's it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy that the fact that no one else. Well, I don't say no one else, but not a lot of people take that into consideration. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. one hand watches the other. You know what I'm saying? Like you need, you're gonna, you're gonna need that sooner or later. Yeah. That income, that like that flow, right? Yeah. One of the other things, known just from managing the team and seeing all the people come in and out mm -hmm. and seeing how they work, the job. When I first was into sales and I did not do anything, like before the fitness business, like we have a four-hour-a-day minimum, which we have to hit. But when I was, well, I didn't. Have, when I, yeah. When I didn't have anything else. Like, I'm, I'm looking at my day like what's producing money because I want to get rich. What's producing money? Okay. If it's not producing money, why am I like doing that more often than like other stuff? So I see a lot of people they'll work the four hours and they don't have anything else that produces money in their life and they have these goals and aspirations and they work the four hours and like they're done. I'm like, I was doing like eight to 10 hour days every single day because I you know, knew I needed that money. So it's just making sure you're all, I mean just, for me, I think I've just always made sure when I'm awake, I'm basically, almost every single activity I'm doing is making money. You're just being productive. Yeah. Like At this stage of my life, obviously there's gonna be parts where maybe I focus a little less on, well maybe it's, I think everything's indirectly gonna make you money because if I'm not making money in the moment, I'm gonna be working on systems or to make making the product better that will in turn later make it money, but maybe not right then, so. I mean, as long as you're, it's like you said, like you're reinvesting into yourself or your business or whatever the yeah. case may be. That's basically that what that is. You know, it's just like, you know, over time, it, like you, what's it called? Like you reap what you sow. Right? Yeah. So if it's not going to hit now, you know, just give it some time. And I think that's another thing of being an entrepreneur is like time is, is like, yeah. they want shit now. They want that instant gratification, like now, now, mm -hmm. now, 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 but it's not always going to happen. Yeah. That I think you have to have that to, I think a lot of them, they have the impatience of it, which makes them take action quickly, but they also have impatience maybe in like daily tasks, but okay. patience long term. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So like, I know I have to stick this out for years, but like <laughs> every single day I want it to happen now, like why? Of course, sooner, so. of course. Because like, yo, like I'm not gonna, I'm not saying that you're eating shit now, but like yeah. a lot of people in the beginning, they eat shit. Like, yeah. Like, you know, they have nothing. They're like fucking. Yeah, no, I definitely was. Them, so. I mean, at that point, it's just, what, what do you do? What do you sacrifice or what do you, what's the next move, you know? Yeah. That's some crazy shit, dude. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. And if you look at the majority of people, you think about what they're sacrificing. First thing most people will sacrifice is their dream. So I was like, oh, it's too hard, it's too long hours. Wow, I'm not doing it, it's three hours, you know, it's been three years, I haven't made it. It's like, you know, first thing they'll sacrifice is their dream before they make like other sacrifices. I've never understood, I've had people, I did summer sales for a little bit and I had some mm -hmm. of those people, it's a summer sales, so it's a little different where everyone kind of does sales during the summer to pay for their college and stuff. Okay. And I noticed a lot of these people were making more money doing their sales and then they went back to college to make, to work a job that I talked to them that they're not going to like and probably makes less than if they stuck out sales. Mm -hmm. I just never understood that. I mean, I think just... It is just less certain, which I think a lot of people have kind of struggled with. But I always look at it like this. I think I gave this analogy. Maybe I gave it to you a while ago, but 
But if you gave yourself 30 years, you can plug anything in here you want, but okay. for me, I'm gonna do clothing. If All you right. gave your 30, yourself 30 years, do you think you could build a successful clothing business in 30 years? I would hope so, fuck, that's a lot of time. And if you ask it like that, I think a lot of people are gonna be, of course. Yeah. But then, like, on the day-to-day, -day, they're like, I don't know if this is gonna work, I don't know if, you know, you know, am oh, I like doing this right? But then, like, that, he, right? like, 30 years working every single day towards this goal, could you make a successful clothing line? Like, could I'm you? Pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm, and I you can plug yes. anything, you can do oh, plug yes. anything in there really, and I think most people are going to hear that question and say, of course. But then they get, you know, too drowned into the day-to-day -day tasks of it, and then they get discouraged and stuff, so. I could see that fucking happening, that could definitely happen, because like, you know, like you said, like, when you say 30 years, you're already fucking projecting 30 years, like, damn, in 30 years, I should be a fucking billionaire yeah. if I'm doing that shit, yo, so like, you're right, I mean... The, the whole day-to-day -day stuff like that is very important too, right? Because you have to worry about that shit to build into that 30 years. Yeah, and you're right? comparing it to maybe the job they would do, which they'd work for 40 years. Yes. So it's like at the same time, if you put your, like, at the end, end of that, you know, you're multi-millionaire, obviously. But at that, you know what's crazy about that, Kim, is like, um, people have, I mean, the American society had that always that picture, like, you go to college, you yeah. get a degree, you work for 20 years, 30 years, you retire, and you're fucking set. Yeah. But nowadays, the American dream ain't like that no more. Yeah, I think it just evolves every... Like uh, it just evolves every, you know, yeah, 10, yeah, generation or, like or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that was the American dream. It was, back right? In the day, it was, education it was. and stuff, but now, yeah. education... I'm not education is not the way yeah, to go. I'm not but. saying, I'm, not, I'm pro education, but I think the education they give you is crap. Yeah. I think, one, it's more extremely expensive, sets you up for a ton of loans if you don't do it right. Oh, and yeah, then, no, like, that's fucked up. You know, if you're majoring in business, why are you learning about all these random subjects? Like, you I mean, want to become an too. expert in that, you know, field. So I just like, you know, that's where I, my parents I feel, disagreed. I feel, I, feel in the, you, I feel where you're coming from, and I yeah. feel where your parents are coming from because they have that. They want you to be secured, right? That's just yeah. That's almost like they're not coming from it from a negative place yeah, yeah, they yeah. want the best for you obviously yeah but still at the same time it's like yo like you said it's generational right yeah. at that point like your parents are gonna say like yo you, you sitting here doing online yeah. fucking courses and making money like how the fuck are you sitting in your ass <laughs> making money like yo dad yeah, my grandpa know, didn't understand I, I always have like having these conversations just because it's so polarizing and it's like crazy to think that they you know think like they had a conversation with my grandpa and something about how one of my friends, what he's making, mm. like a, I think it was like 1.2 million a month, he's an e-com dude. Holy fuck. Um, and I was talking to him, my grandpa's just like, no one makes that. Like, <laughs> no, no one makes that. And he's just like, yeah. And I, did, I didn't really argue month, with him. A month, holy crap. Man. And I didn't really argue with him just because I know where he's coming from, that it's just so hard for someone like that old to school grasp to that comprehend. Concept. Like he, he was a successful, like he was a, he had his own um, accounting firm and stuff like mm -hmm. that. He made good money, six figures back in the day though. That's like he was that's seven was figures like, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you really look at it like that, so yeah, it's kind of just hard for them to imagine that. So I was just use it as much. I just think it's you know funny, especially like when they say like it's not positive. I just I always leave you know time with my family just like probably ten times as motivated as I was. So that's why I'm looking forward to the holidays. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'll say stuff just to make people doubt me. I think that's one thing that I do that's kind of different. I guess I'll say things in a very blunt manner like I won't give an explanation of how I'm doing it or hmm. you know anything like that that's I'm going to do this and then I'll just see the looks on people's faces and it'll just make <laughs> and that serves as yeah, motivation it worked, for you. yeah I know Jason Capital used this similar thing um, mm -hmm. he kind of do the exact same thing with like high level people 
he'd kind of tell him what he wanted to do without giving like a real good explanation of how. So they kind of look at him weird, <laughs> and then he used that as motivation. So I kind of have been doing what he's done. That's that's some that's a crazy concept though. That's like a like in your face type yeah. of shit, right? I, I kind of like that. I think people, I don't know what they complain about, like, oh, so and so doesn't believe in me. One, if you're just starting out, I don't know why anyone would believe in you unless you've done something. Mm -hmm. like, okay. <laughs> you yeah, you'll have a trip to do this. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then I don't think, yeah, I think you just have to leverage that. But how crazy is that though? Like, it's always that fucking initial, uh, initial, initial like reactions, like, all right, so and so, hey, grandpa, I'm gonna do this. Nah, no, you ain't gonna do that. Yeah. Like, why is it the other way? Like, yeah. like I think you keep asking why. Yeah. I've always been that annoying why kid, especially in school. Like, why? Why are we learning this? Why are we doing this? Yeah. What's this gonna? How's this gonna help me? Yeah. No, I, I feel you. I'm the same way. I'm yeah. definitely the same fucking way. That's why I, I'm doing this motherfucking podcast yeah. to ask mad fucking questions. I think that's one of the most important questions. Just go through your life asking why. Just in every situation, I think you'll. I think it's a very important question, especially like growing up. Like, why are they doing this? Like, who benefits from this? And you just like having the, that ability to think for yourself, which a lot of people don't, and they just put on the mask of a sheep and just walk around however people tell them to. <laughs> and, and that's crazy too, because part of this whole podcast slash show, like show is like that the entrepreneurial spirit and just like you said, like people being sheep. Like you said, like people yeah. don't want to think on their own, and I I find that so fucking like it's crazy to me. That like yo, they would they would just follow, bro. Yeah. Like follow with no the, question with, with the ease, right? And be, but they end up being like your grandpa yeah. or like the older cats like that. But it's it's changing. It's changing. Like yo, like yeah. you're, you're doing online stuff. People are doing this e-commerce, just things online you could do from the seat on the couch of your house, bro. And you could be you know, making income that like, you know, fund a lot of freaking things. So it's kind of crazy to me Yeah. How, 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 how crazy that it's evolving at a rapid rate at that, you know? And it's taking this whole COVID thing yeah. to, to like people hoping, I hope they understand that they're capable of doing this. Yeah. I mean, I think it just get, this is making everyone understand that like they, all these people who, because there's that time period where you'd have business owners who are like, an online business is not a business. Yes. And then now it's like the other way. It's like a brick and mortar business is not a business. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> like, like they're becoming not a business, like slowly. Um, it'll always be there, of course, but um, just for that analogy, I think they're getting, like now people are forced to go online when 10 years ago they were like, online business isn't a real business. <laughs> it's funny how, how they just retracted the statement, like it, yeah. how it changes, right? And how that it went from it's not a it's not a real thing to that's the only thing. Yeah, and now it's like I gotta figure out this online stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yo, how, yo, that's so funny, man. That's so funny because it it, it became that. It yeah. became that, and people are, and some people are still against it. Don't get overnight, me wrong. overnight. I think it's that this is the, the transition that we really needed for everyone to, you know, it's not obviously the most ideal transition, but it is definitely gonna be a big difference, and I don't. I oh, see yeah. things going forward, not in business, not really going back to the way they used to, especially with like these companies, they're just figuring out, we don't have to have an office space. People were just as effective during COVID at home. So That's think, what I'm saying, like the productivity is still yeah. the same. Like not big companies, they don't need an office space. Yeah. Right? They don't need- And I think they also in, found right? out they need fewer employers. So if you're on track to be employed, especially in certain industries, I'd be pretty scared. I mean, I had one of my dad's friends, this is a whole other, it's always funny to me because people are like, you know, entrepreneurship scary, it's not secure and all this stuff. Oh, and then yeah, one yeah. of my friends, dad's, uh, well, one of my dad's friends, 
Um, he's like 55 years old, been working for the same company for 30 years. Um, and one, you know, right when COVID hit, fired right away. He's out of a job, he's been working the same job, been dependent on them for his, rep, you know, his money his whole life, basically, or his whole recent life. So he doesn't know how to make money on his own now because he's been dependent on a company. I think the security comes when you're like, no matter what situation I get thrown in, I'm going to be able to make money yes. and come out of this fine. Yes. Because so. that, that was the that was the excuse too. Yeah. Like for me becoming a barber, like yo, that industry ain't secure. Like you're not gonna make money. How do you know that? Like yo, you yeah. can work for any company right now. You work for like just say Coca Cola. Like you said, shit hits a fan, boom, you're fired. You've been there for like you said, thirty years. Oh man, it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah. Like you're just another number. Now they're gonna hire someone that's fucking that takes half your pay. Yeah, and they're just gonna hire, <laughs> hire people for cheaper and just yeah. all this stuff. So I, I, there is no real security. Right. Yeah. Unle the security unless, is with yourself. Yeah, exactly. I, I I see that and I believe that. I firmly believe that, yo. That's crazy, man. That's a crazy thought that people still don't yeah. even like acknowledge how crazy that is, you know? Yeah. And that's why people even what you're doing, cutting hair, just anything. Like for me, it's personal training. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. That dream got killed really quick because I saw I went. It was career day. Mm -hmm. I go and see. Okay, I want to be rich, but I like personal training. I want to see in a personal training. You know, they said they made. Said they made like twenty four thousand a year. <laughs> so I'm like, why? One, why are they comparing you to like average or probably? I think that's even less than average. Why are they even comparing you to that? I'm like, do they not realize there's also multi millionaires who are personal trainers? So I'm not aiming to be a subpar personal trainer. I mean, I don't think anyone's. Like that, so. I hope no one's aiming to be subpar anything. Yeah, that's why I hate. <laughs> that's why I hate Karuta. I think it. You know, a lot of people. Because like for me, I didn't. That day going forward, I, did, I was no longer gonna be a personal trainer or involved in fitness, which was what I wanted to do before that career day. Wow. So, so I what think made it you get back into that? Like, from that. Well, I was doing foot. I mean, it, for training. I mean, I always, as a career, I was always involved oh, in fitness. Okay, okay. But as, as an actual career. career of like doing it, I never really saw that until recently. I wanted to get in apparel, but still, um, and then COVID is just when I, you know, kind of decided to be a trainer. Well. Coach, well, yeah. I guess it's more of a coach than a trainer. Damn, that's what's up. So, your your online coach, Solar Panels, and their clothing company. Mm -hmm. Explain to me what material like Co coaching more than clothing right now. Clothing, okay. well, so clothing is one of those things. It's going to be a little. It's going to be slower, but I think long term, it's going to be the long term like wealth play is clothing, building an actual brand, mm -hmm. uh, which we're doing with the coaching as well. But I think. You know, you can, it's a, just a lower ticket, you can reach more people and stuff like that. So I'm really excited for the coaching and like building these influencer teams and stuff like this. That's something I've always, I've looked at Gymshark and stuff and like, I want to do that. Hmm. But what, what, then, what was about that that made you want to get into that? The camaraderie that they had. They had, you know, all these like-minded people. They're all go, traveling over the world, filming stuff, having a good time, working out. Just, you know, all growth-minded people just living a really good life and just all around amazing people and just building something that's so big and I don't know I just really thought that was like really cool and unique no but that that is kind of crazy how huh? just a, a clothing line just let, I don't know I don't know actually I don't know what else they do but just a clothing line itself that that could bring all that together yeah right like it's it makes it like a family yeah. it's like a fucking community at that point yeah and then when you have certain brands um like Gymshark usually something when you, you see a person wearing Gymshark it's not a big enough brand they haven't really like not a big enough brand as Nike yet. I was like, if you see mm -hmm. somewhere in Gymshark, you kind of like, I don't know. Like, no, but if you're, cool if you're in the fitness you know, industry, like you'll know what Gymshark is. Yeah, exactly. It's just that Nike touches everything. Anything yeah. sports related, 
they touch. Yeah. You know, it, it could be soccer, yeah. it could be freaking which golf. Is why, which is why I don't think Nike has that same feel of like a family that uh, mm. a lot of these other brands do. Mm. That, make, that makes sense too because it's just like a, a closer, tight-knit community. Yeah, I mean, point, no one's right? going to stop you like, dude, you're wearing Nike? That's freaking awesome. You know, <laughs> but that's because Nike's built such a so but such a big brand that it's just so normal now. But that's so. but that's those those I think that's what a lot of brands want to be like sooner yeah. or later. You know that yeah. no notoriety and that fucking like yo you go anywhere in the world actually I think they know what Nike is. You know. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, me. me <laughs> I'm sure there's some people, but but yeah, the, but they probably live in the freaking mountains, like for real. Like yeah, they got no TV, no internet, nothing. But that's kind of crazy, man. That's so so when yeah. you when you when you're younger, right, and you stop being your dream of being a, a a trainer was smashed. What did you want to be? I was just follow my you know so at corporate America is kind of my aunts, uncles. They're all accountants. Dad's a physician and uh-huh. stuff like that. So they're all kind of made decent money. Uh, what I thought was a lot of money at the time, but now it's like it's. <laughs> I don't even know how they could live off of that with a family, but <laughs> that's just a perspective though, right? shift. Yeah, I mean they're probably I don't know two three hundred, maybe some of them make four hundred thousand a year. I don't know. I thought that was like balling, like Rolls Royces stuff like that. Even though none of them had that, I kind of thought of that money as like that. Uh huh. But then I just see like they they were fifty still working this job, complaining. I'd hear them complain about work, and then but yeah, at the time I was kind of into. The whole, I went back to the system and kind of like, okay, I'll, maybe I'll be an accountant or whatever. And it just, <laughs> I'm an accountant, bro. <laughs> yeah. An accountant. I'm not, I'm not wrong with accountant. No, no, I don't want to say There's nothing, that. Yeah. It's just like, I'm just thinking, I just laugh because. I mean, if you so know cool. me and if you think. Yeah, like, from that to. to, to an accountant, like, <laughs> I can't even, I can hardly sit in this chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny shit, bro. But I mean. I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah, but then I, I just shattered her. I'm like, let me see what a day works like. I was, I followed my aunt around for a little bit, and then I like left home and like, mom, can we get me? I'm done. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. Yeah, this is terrible. But yeah, but it's crazy how like society puts these. I don't know if they put labels on these certain occupations, and like, yo, like they take away like, what the hell do they say? It's like the value of it is not worth it, right? Because yeah. you're not making a lot of money. Yeah. But then again, it's like the value in it is that you love what you fucking do. And I think yeah. the money will come anyway. And that's a pretty new thing. I think the only people who really did that, like back in the day, like not many people in my grandfather's generation were talking about, like love what they do. That was very uncommon. Okay. It's become so much more common, I feel like, because he like, they never... They're just like happy they had a job, you know, had this secure lifestyle, happy they could pay for a car, house, and stuff. And then I think That's just true. our generation values the freedom and kind of like purpose, like your purpose more. Which oh, my grandpa's yeah. purpose, like, to be fair, he did live his, like, his per- like, he loves just waking, like, he's retired now, but he still finds a way to be busy and stuff. And, you know, they all have their different, I, I, it's so different generations. Obviously, there were people back then who were like innovators. Of course. But those are like the 1%. But for the majority That's of people... That's how it is now. Yeah. The 1% now, right? If you think yeah. about it. But I think a lot of people... Even now, I still think people get a little too caught up in the passion thing. Um, yeah. Where they'll like be broke for so long because they're trying to do something they're passionate about to make the money, which your passion may not always make you the money. At least not right now. No, that's so true like, too. That could happen. That's definitely yeah. a, a... I didn't a love thing. sales. I mean, 
I hate, I still kind of don't like sales. <laughs> yeah, but like, you gotta find a way to make the ends yeah. meet though, right? Yeah, it's not like I'm super passionate about, oh, I can't work this job because I'm not passionate about it. Like, if you're not, if you're broke, you don't really have like, that's like my biggest pet peeve when people are broke and then they're talking about how the job needs a passion. I'm like, well, duh, it's not supposed to be. Then everybody would be doing a fucking thing like that. Yeah. But, I mean, there's gotta be some type of way that like, you can do your passion and, and and live a comfortable lifestyle, right? Yeah. Gotta be, it's, there's gonna be, it's gonna happen sooner or later. And just like I said earlier, oh, yeah, you just gotta sure. do that shit, man. You gotta build that. You yeah. gotta build that shit. And you gotta actually like believe in yourself that you could do this stuff. Yeah. Because when you, once you hit that, that point, it's like, yo, it's on, it's all on you. Like you have no one else to rely on but yourself. Mm -hmm. And some people like that, they, they it's, a, it's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, it is. It's a real tough pill to swallow, not for nothing, man. So, I mean, kudos to all the entrepreneurs out there because you guys are doing it on your own, like legit. Like there's no safety net, there's no 401k, there's no none of that, like, you know, yeah. you don't get hazard pay, you don't get shit, you know? So, you know, knowing that the risk is involved and you still go ahead and do that, man, like, yo, that's just, it, it deserves more credit than, you know, it's giving. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why even, Successful or not, just aspiring to do that, I look up to you, just because a lot of people don't even take that step even thinking they want to do that. How crazy is that? Or maybe they'll want to do it and they're like, oh, I just see so many people, I didn't know this before the election, but so many people look at people and they're like just immediately write off like reasons of why they're successful and like in their head kind of rationalizing why they're there and they're not. They're like they're there because they, you know, I read a study, I think 80% of millennials believe that uh, most millionaires, I think like 90% of millionaires inherit their wealth. This like most millennials literally believe that. So, uh, so Which is completely the opposite of the truth. I think it's only like maybe uh, a little below 10% that inherit Below 10% inherit a million or inherit the millions. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. That's a crazy fact. So that means 90% of millionaires right now. They're self-made. Fuck. Well, that's another fact y'all need to take into consideration. And it's something around there. Don't take that fact. It's oh, no, somewhere no, 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 around no, no. there. Okay, maybe not exact don't numbers, but... It, but yeah, somewhere around there. But even still, Kev. Yeah. That's a big fucking percentage. Even if it was 80%. Even if it was 70% yeah. of the fucking millionaires are like self or ground up millionaires. I think I, I think I learned that on like Dave Ramsey or something. Yeah, at least... I'll learn forever. I don't agree with a lot of Dave Ramsey stuff, especially with his stuff with debt. And stuff. I'll learn. You know, I've learned. Wait, what's, from what's, okay, first of all, who's Dave Ramsey? He's just a financial dude. Uh, and then mainly, mainly uh -huh. for like, he's ma his niche is mainly like definitely not entrepreneurs, but like people who just want to get out. Like the average American <laughs> who's stupid with money is basically his niche. Which is a lot of motherfucking people. Yeah, it is. That's why. That's a damn great. shame. Yeah. But you know, but I guess. But he's like never have a credit card or anything like that ever because he just assumes. Most Americans, which is true, are idiots with money and will run up a credit card and it could really affect their financial life. And, yeah. I mean, that can happen. Yeah, no. But you're disciplined sure. enough. I mean, I ran a credit card to 4800 <laughs> Yeah, but like... But it also know, helped me live. But like, you, you were young. You wasn't, yeah. pay, you wasn't thinking about the repercussions of shit like yeah. that, no? Right? So yeah. even now, with that being said, it's like, yo, it, it's, it, I'm not saying it's inevitable, but that should be a learning experience. Yeah. Right? I think just failing a lot when you're young is generally good. <laughs> like, it sounds weird to say, but... <laughs> 
I mean, it just means you're trying a lot of stuff. And I, and and, that's, and you should. If you go through your teens and early 20s and you don't really fail that much, it's, you probably haven't grown that much either. Well, that's what that's what that's a thing, right? Like yeah. the the whole concept of failure. People are so afraid of that, right? Yeah. And it drives them to not do anything. Yeah. And I think it comes from too much in the moment thinking and not, you know, expanding that to the bigger picture. Because in the moment you think, oh, it's going to make me uncomfortable. You know, you're not going to like it. But then when you see, like, okay, I kind of, it's a necessary evil. Well, you kind of have to. No, it is a necessary evil. But you have to deal with that. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, yo, like, what are we, what are you going to do? What are you going to, like, it goes back to the, the sacrifice, right? Mm hmm. Like, what are we gonna fucking do? Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy to me. Like, I, I'd rather I'd rather fail and try to do something that I love than just be a, a, a robot or a drone or whatever the case may be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you, if you're self-aware enough, you know that if you take that other route that you're gonna be unfulfilled and it's ultimately you do fail. You know, you're gonna be unfulfilled, you're gonna have regrets and stuff. So. No, because, yeah, that's, I mean. I think having the perspective that risk isn't even risk, because like, the alternative is so shitty of a life. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, there isn't much risk there. It's like, okay, you risk and you either could make it, which if you put your all in it your whole life, you should be able to make something happen. But, um, well, yeah, or the yeah, alternative and living like how you're, I mean, some people want to live that though, so you can't knock them for it. Some people yeah. want that secure job, which we need doctors. But we need all that. But you know, a secure job, man. Like you, like you explained earlier. Like yo, you could be there for thirty years. Yeah. You're, you're, you're done. Yeah. After a fucking pandemic hits, you're done. Like, it doesn't matter. Like you put in your blood, sweat, and tears. It doesn't matter if you got family at home. They don't care. Mm -hmm. You're just another number. So like, to my thing, to my point, I'm like yo, fuck it, entrepreneur, fuck it. But it doesn't have to be like you said, full entrepreneur. If you can't, if you can't afford that shit, might as well fucking. Find some type of job that you kind of like, fucking do that shit too. Yeah. Something that could fucking pay the bills at least for the time being and fund your dream. That's crazy, man. That yeah. Not everyone. Like that. I think everyone's after freedom. You don't even have to. This is not talked about. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to have financial freedom at all. Okay. There you go. I mean, you just get good. Be good with your money and stuff like that. Like some people probably won't like having their own business because all the stress that comes with it and like the. I don't know, some people just aren't wired that way. But they're still gonna want the freedom, of course. So, I mean, everyone's different, everyone has a different path. As long as you're aware enough to it, of what your strengths are. But that's a that's a big truth, too, like you said. Like, it, it, it totally makes sense. Like, you wanna be the boss, right? You wanna own things, but then you gotta be dealing with owner problems. You gotta yeah. deal with boss problems. You gotta deal with all that shit. And I get it, because a lot of, um, I guess, I'll just say employees at the time, or now, like, they don't understand what the boss is going through yeah. or owners going through or entrepreneurs going through because they don't have to deal with those type of stresses. We don't have to deal with those type of fucking problems. So it's kind of crazy, yo. It's just crazy that the perspective can be skewed so quickly, so fast. Yeah. You know? But damn. So if you're saying that uh, you're working this solar job and you're doing this entrepreneur stuff, when, when do you feel that you're going to have to... When you when it's okay for you to uh, stop doing solar, I think it's just when that time becomes needed. So like right now, those four hours a day, I don't need it to build this right now. Okay. I don't need it. Four hours, it's not a big deal. 
Um, but once that four hours really is needed, and I really need that time to, you know, do whatever it is that I need to do. I mean, right now, if I had the four hours, I wouldn't really be doing anything to build the business, you know? No, I understand. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So once that comes, which, you know, I think, I think this year it does have a chance of hitting seven figures this year, and that will this year be when I quit. Or twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Not twenty twenty. Hell yeah! I'm like, well, damn, I need to do another podcast episode I mean, in like the next two months with this guy. Then, <laughs> shit. But yeah, I think. I mean, I've just seen. I've been running through systems, and then I also have one of the top trainers in San Diego, big time bodybuilder, like trains all the Mr. Olympias and stuff. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really know how to do online, and I'm talking to him. We met Mark Collab, and he may come on to the coaching side of the company. That's awesome. If that happens, that would be really big because we can leverage his entire everything he's built. Oh, like mean, his he's, network. Yeah. His whole, I mean, his everything is done. Olympia's, you know, all this stuff. Um, he's a really amazing coach. He just hasn't really kind of older school, doesn't really understand mm. the online as much. So it's like a perfect <laughs> kind of partnership. Yeah. Because um, I understand the online really well, and he doesn't. Um, so I think that'll work out pretty well. That's dope that you combine like your forces, like yo, yeah. you, he knows that, and you know this. So like right now, it's just like the tag team is the yeah. Doing. And regardless, I think we can get seven figures either way. It's just with him, it would be a lot quicker. I think. That's fucking dope. He already, oh, yeah, he already has like a that. gym. He has a store in a gym, which he'd already, you know, he's already gonna let the clothing be at his store in the gym, which is at the gym. If you, I don't know if you've ever been there. It's on Garnett. What's the name of the gym? The gym. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty simple. The gym guy, see yeah. that? <laughs> like yo, you 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 you're doing something right. You could just like call it the gym. Yeah. No, it, he has a really cool culture there. I mean, he has um, his store is in that gym. He's not the. So he owner has a store. What kind of store? He has a he supplement have? store in oh, the gym. So, so he doesn't own old, the gym. Okay. He owns okay. a supplement store that's in the gym. Oh wow, that's crazy. So yeah, yeah. he's sponsored by the gym then. Like Pretty much. Yeah, so he has all that foot traffic that's just organic and stuff. Just cool. No, that is fucking fire. Yo, I mean that's so like ultimately so like your 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 brand as a as a uh, as a I don't know, is it, you wanna call it a trainer or coach? What do you coach. want to call yourself? A coach, okay. Yeah, trainer, I just think trainer is a kinda of in person. That's what I think of when I think of trainer. Do you ever wanna end up being a trainer? In person? No. Okay, so you- <laughs> So even when shit gets normal out of this COVID stuff, no, no oh, I'll never want to do it in person. I guess, no. <laughs> but the clothing definitely still. Yeah. So that's gonna be physical. The clothing. You have actual I get more that. excited about the clothing. I mean, I probably yeah, I get more excited about the clothing just because I want to build that brand and go to fitness expos and that's the life I want to live. Mm. Um, coaching is cool too. Coaching is a lot like quicker. I'd say it's quicker. It's for sure quicker cash flow. It would take me, okay, $30 a t-shirt. I think it's like 30 shirts to make up for one client, which is a thousand bucks. So 30 shirts or one client. I mean, it takes Hell short yeah, term. Dude. It's going to take more work to do the shirts, but long term, I think it's going to be more beneficial. But then again, okay, there you go. Fuck it. I guess that's the way to go, man. So <laughs> yo, that's crazy. And it takes a while. I mean, I, it took me three months to get this shirt. So it's like just communication that I can't speed up. I just send a couple messages throughout each day and that's it. That's what the process of it is and that's the reality of it. It's not like if I added four extra hours that that would help. So would you ever consider like making right now. stuff like, no, like like yourself kind of like or like 
Make what? Like the shirts or, or I don't know, whatever, well, your apparel in general. Well, I mean, it's custom. I'm not going to ever sew anything myself, oh. but <laughs> <laughs> no, it is custom. It's the similar manufacturer, same manufacturer. Uh -huh. um, they all use tons of manufacturers, but it's one of the yeah. main ones that Alphalete and Gymshark use. Okay. Shit. That's fucking dope. That's fucking dope. Would you ever get into like other things in the fitness Everything. industry? Everything that has to do with fitness I want to be involved in. Yeah, like protein? Gyms, supplements. Uh -huh. um, Equipment, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Ultimately, I want to make the best gym in the U.S. Just like where no one could even, like, argue that it's. Alright, so not. before we close out, like, what would be the the thing in your gym that would separate your gym from the all other gyms and say this is why it's the best gym? I don't think it's gonna be one single thing, but I think ah, just one. Okay. It's gonna be the biggest gym in the U.S. Oh, got So there's a gym in Kuwait that I'm kind of like th looking at that I kind of want to in Kuwait. So okay. It's, it's where bodybuilders literally get shipped off to and they do nothing but bodybuild and they breed like they breed bodybuilders. <laughs> they get shipped to like a boot camp? Yeah, there? seriously. They breed <laughs> bodybuilders. So it's a huge facility. Think of the biggest gym you know and that's only arm equipment. They have every piece of equipment that's ever been manufactured by every that single company. That sounds fucking expensive, dude. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, this all is... Right, all right. The company's so gonna... They, yeah. Now you know that going in then. Oh, so yeah. To be the best gym on fucking yeah. earth, you're gonna have to be fucking... Yeah. and I'm not looking even like... As long as we break even, <laughs> for the gym, if we break even, that'll um, create such. I mean, I'll, it's gonna be stupid expensive. I mean, I don't know. Um, it sounds I, like it. Like over probably fifty million, probably. I don't know. If I had to guess, I mean, I've seen a of, gym for fifty million. That's like a building. Well, that's, that's if you buy it. the building, but say, say I'm gonna also have a commercial real estate company, and it's gonna be my building. So that's also a separate investment. That so, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I, I, I mean, like where your head's at. I like that. I everything. That. Yeah. I mean, I have it drawn out, and I revisit that vision every week. And like, yeah, for first ten years, probably ain't gonna do anything other than fitness. Like, I'm gonna do the solar now. Solar, mm. I'll probably be able to quit in the next one two years, um, whenever it makes sense. <laughs> and then it's just fitness. And then once fitness, yeah, it's just whenever it makes sense. If I have, if I build enough systems to where I don't need to be involved, and then I can do go do other things. That's just what I've learned. Uh, I think the biggest thing I just learned that speed ramp my process is I invested, you know, like I said, um, over the last little bit, probably over, I don't know, like 35,000 in a mastermind for two years um, with some very high level people. I don't know if you know Peter Boog or Mark Lack. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you know, but yeah, there's some big time entrepreneurs. Um, they're all making over a million a month. Almost everyone in there. Well, actually, no, every single person in there when I joined was a multimillionaire, and I was the only person who wasn't, and I was 20 years old when I joined. So that's, that's the best investment I ever made. Like I had $5,050, and, like $50 and I, well, no, no. So the first event, it wasn't for the whole year. First event was 5000 for a single event. I had 5000 and like, I don't know, $5,100 maybe. So I spent it. Everyone, my parents, oh my gosh, they yelled at me. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're willing that to take that best. sacrifice. Yeah. Because that's an investment. Yeah, and they're like, they're scamming you. I'm like, I just understood. Like, they're exactly where I want to be. They're like... Well, I hope they didn't scam yeah. you. Fuck, you were broke. See, they're not going to ever say that about college, though. Paid 5000 for a semester. Because that's a, the yeah. idea. Like, it goes back to the <laughs> idea. That was a fucking... That's the only meal ticket out of, of anywhere. Right? That was it. Yeah. But you know what? Fuck that. I'm, yo, it's dope to hear, man. It's, it's crazy to say that you were broke at one point, and now you're not broke. Oh, I've... I haven't even gone into that. I've been broke and not. I've been. I've made myself broke. So I mean, why well, have? I wouldn't say I made myself. I had situations that. Well, yeah. 
Couldn't win another one. Everything, <laughs> everything's, <laughs> everything's my responsibility. But yeah, I, I've been broke, like made a lot of money, got broke, like probably three different times. But I like, I like how you take the last November this time of year, last year, um, roommates dipped out on me for a 4K, 4,000 a month apartment. They just left, and I didn't want to pay the rest, so I had to break the lease, which cost me twelve thousand. Um, oh. which I had $2,000 at the time and it cost me 12,000. Otherwise it's going to be locked in and I'll be paying for all of them for like Not 12 yet. more months or 11 more months. So I couldn't do that cause that's like 48 grand. So then I had to leverage my network, which is the people that I invested with, called them up, like told them the situation, like, here's look, I can pay you back with interest. I just need this money. And I was able to get the $12,000 in two days. So that's, that's like awesome. every, that's when, you know, when your back's against the wall, yeah, your network is your net worth. Yeah, that's a perfectly fucking example. But like, yeah, you know, they have your back. They would have yeah. never had your back if you didn't, if you weren't a stand-up guy and like, I'm yeah. gonna, like, you know what I'm saying, like, because because they actually yeah, yeah if you were a shitty you dude and, and you said some shit like that, you're like, nah, you're out, you're you're definitely on the street. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I'm sure going forward, if you know, obviously, I'll, you know, especially when I'm in the position to help them with whatever they need, I would call that Goodwill bank account. They def <laughs> they're definitely in my Goodwill bank account. <laughs> that's dope. Um, that's fucking fire. That's fucking fire. So. Closing remarks. Anything you want to say to entrepreneurs, anybody in the in, industry for uh, fitness, or even solar panels? I just think the most important thing is taking it, like just doing it, whether you know how to do it or not, um, and then just learning. It's the quickest way. Just take action, get some educated questions yourself. So I just do it on your own in the beginning for a little bit, not very long. And then that way you have an educated set of questions to ask. So then you, when you go talk to people who have been doing it, you actually have an educated sets of questions. Cause if you talk to someone and you haven't even really done it, you're not really going to know the questions to ask. That's true. But if you've been trying to do it, like I did it with e-com, I also do it with the fitness business. And I was trying to do it on my own for the first couple of weeks. I now knew what questions I had to ask them. But yeah, I mean, it's just take action and then ask people who are already where you want to be in that specific business as far as building your own business, but yeah. Yo, make the moves and surround yourself <laughs> with the right people. Yeah, and investing in yourself, that's the main thing. My mindset transitioned so much in such a short amount of time because I, you know, I paid a lot of money to do it and it, it was worth <laughs> it. And it was worth it um, to be around those people. You just, when you're around them, you think about, think like them and now they're, you know, I am best friends with them. That's so, embedded in your mind you now. Now basically every friend that I associate with is a multi-billionaire or very close to being one. So that means sooner or later you're going to be ending joining yeah, the ranks. Exactly. So. How's the cut looking? Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good. We good. Yeah. How's that look, man? Looks good. Nice. Chopping it up. Episode, <laughs> what the fuck is this again? Five. <laughs> Peace out, guys. See ya.